Hello, hello, hello. It's your girl Rachel Real coming to you with another episode of You Ain't Crazy. You Ain't Crazy is a podcast where we give support to individuals who are victims of a narcissistic relationship, survivors, thrivers, uh, anybody of the like, just giving you support and hopefully some clarity that will help you to deal with your trauma. Anybody who's ever been in a narcissistic relationship, they know how traumatic that experience can be. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. If someone says, oh, it wasn't that bad, or uh, you more than likely was not involved with a narcissist because if you have been, you will know exactly how traumatic the experience is or was, whatever your situation might be. So just to put the disclaimer out there, I am a certified life coach. I am not a counselor, therapist, psychologist, psychiatrist, or anything like that. I am here to give support to individuals who have experienced narcissism on various levels. A lot of the times, the personality, dealing with someone who has that personality trait can leave you feeling very confused, feeling like you're crazy, which is why the title of this podcast is called You Ain't Crazy, because I want individuals to understand that what you're feeling is very real. And very often if other people have not experienced it or they're just enablers, they're not gonna get it and might gaslight you, might have you questioning reality. So this podcast is to give you validation so that you know that there there's a community out there who understands what you're going through. We get it. And that's what this podcast is all about. So now that that's out there, that disclaimer is out there, I do my walk and talk. So you may hear cars riding by, birds chirping, dogs barking, people walking by, what have you, because I am out walking as I bring you my opinion, my experience, others' experiences, um, things like that, just to help you out. So here we go. Today we're going to talk about what does it actually mean when the narcissist is reaching out back at you. I mean, I can't even talk this morning. Hi. What does it actually mean when the narcissist reaches back out to you after, after a period of time? What does that actually mean? How does that make you feel? I can only imagine. But let me just give you some clarity. Let's speak on that a little bit. What does that actually mean? So guys, that would be called hoovering. Hoovering, hoovering, hoovering comes from the title, the name of it comes from the vacuum cleaner because Hoover vacuums, it just sucks stuff in, right? Sucks it in. So that's what it's called, hoovering, because the narcissist will basically reach out to suck you back in to start the cycle of abuse all over again, which is to love bomb you, devalue you, discard you, and hoover you back in should you allow them to. So that's what we're going to talk about because... What you do not want is to be hoovered, even though it might feel good to you. And that's the thing. That's the whole thing with the narcissistic personality. That's why it's so traumatizing and people, some people don't get it. There are those who do. There are a lot more who gets it. Well, I'm not going to say that because I don't know the statistics, but it's nice to know that people are really, really speaking out about narcissistic personality. They are sharing their experiences, and when you hear them, you're like, oh my gosh, that's they hit the nail right on the head. 
That's exactly what I went through. It has a name because this is nothing new. These, this personality has been around for years. It's just that people have given it a title, you know, in our community. And that's why it's being called out now because there's a, there's a name where it's not, oh, that person's just crazy or, oh, that person just got, just has a screwed up personality. That person um, is really a jerk. You know, these people have been around for years. People have been cheating for years. And it was almost like you would be like, okay, why does a person cheat? Like when you can literally just come and tell a person that you don't want to be with them or just be upfront. But I guess when you want to have your cake and eat it too, it causes you to cheat, to be dishonest. And anybody who can sit there and look in someone's face after betraying them, after like... Nine times out of ten, it probably was somebody who treated you with the just the utmost respect and things like that. And that person will cheat on you, whether it's a man or woman. But it's uh, statistics shows that men do it more often than what women do. It's not saying that women does not cheat. Now, obviously, I'm speaking from a woman's perspective because I am a woman. So it's not to say one say that women don't do it as well. So anyway. Yeah, it's just one of those things that's been around for a long time. So when when you start understanding exactly what this personality is, it helps you to not be as confused because it's a confusing personality. Once you can admit that, once you can digest that to say it is what it is, you know, there are people who literally can be fine. They seem fine. They're talking fine. They seem like they're doing what healthy people do. A healthy-minded person does in a relationship but the disorder again is is that it flips the light switch goes off for no apparent reason it's a little more anytime you can understand something it helps you to process it better the hurtful part and traumatic part with dealing with a narcissist being in a relationship with a narcissist the hardest part is very often, if you're not educated or understand what this thing is, and when I say educated, I mean about the disorder, knowing what this thing is and how these people move with this personality, you don't see it coming. You will get blindsided because you are going by the fact that a person seemed like they were cool, nice, understanding, empathetic, compassionate. And then, like they go to church, some of them are pastors of churches, so don't even talk about can they be nice. Yes, they can. They can be nice. However, it's the flip side. That is the disorder. It flips. When you are healthy minded, you don't flip. You know, you don't go from doing all the things that a healthy minded person does and then for no apparent reason blindside somebody with being equally evil. That mask slips. That's where all of those terms come from. The mask, because it's all a facade. They can't help themselves. You have to understand that these are people who are not cool with themselves. They don't like themselves. So if you don't like yourself, how can you like someone else? They got to get help. And if, you, if you're with a narcissist or a person who's, who's exhibiting these types of different types of behavior and they're not in some kind of therapy or coaching or something on a regular, I'm not talking once a month or anything like that on a regular, like multiple times out the week, daily if they could, because they're constantly hearing those voices from what I was told. And it shows, you know? 
people who can just do these things, you have to be influenced by something. And I'm convinced that it's demonic. So when they're doing that, very often you could be thinking that you're going out, you're going to have a nice day. And at any given time, that narc will flip. They might start, just start an argument over anything. They, could ju they can just think of something that happened. And next thing you know, your entire day is done. You can be on vacation where you're on vacation. You should be having a nice time. You should be relaxing. Come on, it's vacation. You don't have the pressures of the world around you, especially if you're out of town, you're at an amusement park, you're at Disney World. Like, come on. Who gets an attitude at Disney World? Who gets an attitude in Orlando, Florida, and you live in another part of the world? In Maryland, you know, you're on vacation. But with a narcissist, honey, that thing will switch up in a heartbeat. Mine switched up over. I fixed breakfast because we had a condo. The family fixed breakfast to the family. A load of <laughs> pancakes, bacon, turkey, sausage. Um, what else? Eggs, things like that. A whole spread and cleaned up the kitchen. Was like, oh, okay, I'm done. Mine got upset because he said I didn't fix the eggs. I'm like, please, I will fix the eggs. Just don't get an attitude over it. Please, please, please. He got an attitude over me not fixing the eggs that I forgot and even said I would fix them. But he was like, no, 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 it's all good. No, no. I'm like, please don't embarrass me with being around our family members. Wait a minute, guys. Okay, I'm back. Those dogs were a little loud. So anyway, yeah, I was like, can we not do this? You know, it's embarrassing to be around the kids. Mind you, our kids are adults. And we all had, we both had um, condos. And we went to their villa. I mean, they had a villa, we had a condo. But we went to their villa. Very, very nice villa. And I just wanted, you know, they invited us over. And they already didn't want to stay in the same condo with us that was like three bedrooms three full bathrooms they didn't want to stay there because they're like we don't want any arguing that's what my son said I want to be around that just in case it happens and sure enough here we go heading over to their place seemed like we were okay and this guy gets mad over my husband at the time over eggs eggs not being cooked that I could have easily just been like, look, I got you, I just forgot, no problem. No, 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 you said you were done, you said you were done. Okay, I'm not done if you still want the eggs. I was not thinking, I got you. Oh no, no, no. Guys, <laughs> you have to choose to not engage. And that's exactly what I did. I chose not to engage in an argument over eggs to the point where that person will shut down, which he did, the entire day so now you're going around with a grown ass man who's acting as if he has an attitude because of some eggs so you want to ruin now mind you we were looking at all of these houses beautiful homes on the property on this golf course just manifesting you know what you can have and instead of him enjoying the moment he was still carrying it on carrying on the egg situation literally the entire damn day. Are you kidding me? I'm telling you, 
one time I literally, because we ain't going many vacations throughout our five-year tenure because he's also addicted to alcohol, so that was more of a priority to him. But one time I literally flew back, left him there and flew back home. And then my son was traveling from another state and was like, come on, mom, can you come back? And I ended up flying back another day. Like when I tell you I've wasted so much money, so much money going back and forth because I'm an empath. I want to see the good and the silver lining. I wanted to see the good and the silver lining and everything, you know, see the good and silver lining and everything. I'm not that way anymore. Thank God. But, you know, when people show you who they are, you've got to believe them. And this man was showing me exactly who he was, but not being fully aware of this personality disorder, not really understanding what it was or how people move who have it. You know, I'm not trying to walk around and dislike nobody or hate anybody or anything like that. I usually just remove myself from the equation if it seems toxic. But the confusing part was it was good, then toxic, good, then toxic, good, then toxic. Like it was always the back and forth to the point where I'm like, no engaging. You know, you have to use Dr. Romani, check her out if you're going through narcissistic abuse. She gives a lot of good tips. She's a psychologist. She gives a lot of good tips on things to do. And she has this acronym called DEEP. Don't defend, don't engage, don't explain, don't personalize. And that really, really resonated with me, with my soul, with my spirit, because again, and I use that till this day with doing the same thing with toxic people. You know, you cannot reason with unreasonable people you know and that was the situation like am I really sitting here debating over eggs you know when you're a person who's really not doing anything it's like they're going to find something to argue with or argue about to argue with you they're going to find something something as dumb as he couldn't go with the flow like okay we're on vacation she planned it we're here it's a beautiful resort we have a beautiful condo three full bedrooms, three full baths, granite counters, marble floors. It was just beautiful. Got to find something. Got to find something to mess the moment up. And I'm like, did I fly all the way to Orlando just to be with someone who's going to ruin the day? And mind you, his birthday as well, because I planned to doing his birthday. It was like a birthday um, trip. You want to be mad over eggs? Not understanding the personality, but it did piss me off to the point where I'm like, look, I'm done. This is too much, you know, but still staying, still staying. How do you say you left your husband because you had an argument over eggs? You know, so these trivial things will keep happening to the point where you got to care more about yourself. Don't care about what other people think. Don't care about anything, you know, their opinions, things like that, because, you know, people will try to guilt trip you they don't if especially if they don't get it because anybody who gets it they're not gonna gaslight you or guilt trip you the only time people do that is when they don't fully understand the disorder but if you're in it you're experiencing it you're living it you're dealing with one you better educate yourself with every piece of information you can get including my podcast and so many others youtube channels everything listen 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 and educate yourself so back to the hoovering 
when they're reaching out all of a sudden, you need to think about what they did to you. You know, why did you leave in the first place? What broke y'all up? Whether they discarded you or whether you discarded them, whatever the case may be, because if you left and you go back, you've already injured them when you left. So when they're being nice to get you back, it's just a payback. That's all it is. And I'm speaking from experience because again, I wanted my marriage. I wanted it to last. But again, you can't make something work with an unreasonable person who has a personality disorder, who has a mental illness and they're self-medicating with alcohol or someone who's self-medicating with drugs or self-medicating with shopping or self-medicating just to treat you like shit because they want to get back at you. Like it just isn't, oh, there's no win. Especially again, if they're not getting daily help to help them fight those different voices and all the challenges that they're going through that even when they're trying to, when a narcissist even want to do the right thing, that personality disorder is so confusing that it conflicts with that. And it's, you're just not gonna win. You know, you're not gonna win at all. They're going to lean more towards what feels best to them and easiest to them. And that's treating you like shit. That comes easier than them putting on a mask to wanna be consistent with treating you with love, kindness, and respect. So when they're reaching out to be like, oh yeah, you know, I see, you know, you're doing better or they're not, they may not say anything like that, but just to reach out and act as if they're remorseful for what happened, because they can do that. Trust and believe, been there too. I thought that they wouldn't do something like that. That's what confused me. Oh, you're not a narcissist because you can say you're sorry, you can cry. You know, you seem like you have empathy. No, the flip side is they're good actors and actresses. They can do all of that. The flip side is, and that's the, tra the traumatic part, is that it goes, it shifts for no apparent reason. And that's the crazy part. So unless you want to deal with that all over again, don't allow yourselves to be hoovered back in. Don't feel like you're the chosen one because they reached out or you're now going to get clarity. You're going to get closure from them. No, you're not. The only way should you come back is if they're like, you know what? I'm so sorry for everything that I did. I'm self-aware now. They are self-aware that they have this personality disorder. They are admitting it and they're in therapy getting the necessary help on a regular basis, meaning weekly, for that. Other than that, if they tell you, oh, I'm in therapy or I'm going to therapy and you don't see them go, or they're talking, they're going once a month, you can do whatever you want because obviously it's your choice, but I'm just letting you know, you heard it from your girl, Rachel Real, been there, done that, and had somebody told me differently or I came across, if I would have come across information that would have made it pretty clear to me what I was going to deal with and what to expect I wouldn't have never gone back or did anything I divorced the man and remarried him divorced him for about four days uh, the envelope came in the mail never opened it went to church they prayed over us and next thing you know one of the ministers at the church remarried us and within probably two weeks afterwards it was right back to the same type of behavior 
but worse. It was worse. That demon was so bad. It was crazy, but I was still confused. Still confused, wanted to make it work, wanted to make it work. Then I filed for a divorce again. Then we're in a pandemic. Then I'm in here with a narcissist slash alcoholic. Oh my gosh. I thought I was going to die. Didn't know what I was dealing with. Still didn't know. I'm thinking, okay, okay, let me help. Let me help. All right, can we at least just address the drinking? The drinking was more of a concern to me than the narcissism, the narcissistic personality at the time. Because I couldn't, I didn't have the capacity to deal with both. So I was leaning more on the drinking to see what I could do with that. I'm like, please just get some help. You really have a problem. And I'm really seeing it now that we're both working from home. You really have a problem. You drink every day. You drink heavy. You drink until you get drunk every day, literally. What kind of life am I going to have if you're doing these types of things? So the narcissistic part is he didn't give a damn. He acted like he did, but he really didn't. So we went back and forth. Oh, it was just messy, messy, messy. So of course, when they get, when I was like, you gotta go, and he ended up leaving eventually, but then I was missing him and felt like, you know, I'm the person who filed, I'm the person who's given up. And he guilt tripped me as well saying, you know, I would never, I told you in order for me to, in order for us not to work, you would have to leave me. I would never leave you. He didn't file for the divorce. Like that guilt was on me big time because I believe in marriage. I don't believe in giving up on a person. And I just felt like I was until I had to learn, learn the hard way. So yes, went back again. You know, my lease was up or was coming up to be uh, to end. And the next thing you know, um, I reached out to him which you don't do with a narcissist. I didn't understand that. Reached out to him. And of course, immediately, it was like open arms. You know, whenever I would reach out first, he would pretty much do the rest. So it was like, okay, yeah, I reached out because he ain't gonna do that. And I knew that about his personality because he would suffer first with missing me or missing a person before he reached out because of some childhood stuff he says he experienced, allegedly, where... He couldn't show emotions as a child and things like that. So he perfected how to act as if something wasn't bothering him when it actually was. So I bought the story. Sound good, sounds good to me. I don't hold grudges. I'm a, I, I'm a forgiver. And I can move past it. And you're my husband. So let's figure this thing out. We're still married. Let's figure this out. Um, so I was looking to buy a house and was like, okay... Um, when he offered, you know, why don't you just stay at my place? Because he had an apartment and I had a rental as well. My lease was up. His I just his was still new. So I was like, good idea. So, of course, I put my stuff in storage, come back with him, took some of my stuff just to make his, the, his place our home again as soon as I moved in. And he told me he was on his health kick, eating these like ginger roots and turmeric and all of this I bought into it and thought everything was cool back again within a couple of weeks it was up and down up and down up and down oh my gosh it was the worst it was back again 20 times worse this particular time I'm like 
oh, you got me here just to pay me back. You got me here for some kind of revenge shit you got going on. That's why you got me here. It was not about you caring and really wanting the marriage to work. He might have wanted it to work, but he just wanted it for supply. He didn't want it for him. He didn't want it for him. You know, I came there, helped him out with some things that he had pending, getting his credit right, things like that, certain things he was doing, and just helping him, helping, helping, helping with certain business things that had been lingering for years. I helped him with it, accomplished the goal, got it taken care of, filing taxes that hadn't been filed for years, like just really helping this man and losing myself while doing it, all to be treated like pure shit, all to be treated like it didn't matter. Like, even if they wanted to matter with a narcissist, it's hard for them to really understand intimacy, understand love, appreciate love. They're not gonna, you can do everything in the world, it does not matter. So I'm gonna round this up, wrap this up, Unless you want to keep living it, and each time you go back, if they reach out, each time you go back, it's going to get worse and worse and worse. And I say it, I can't say it enough. If you have children, please, please do your children a favor. Do not put them back and forth in a, on a roller coaster ride dealing with a narcissist. It's just, it's traumatizing, and you could possibly end up breeding another narc because you need to be there for your children, especially if you're dealing with a narcissist who cannot show up like that for the kids. It doesn't mean that they don't love them, but they don't really understand how to love, how to not be jealous of their kids, how to not, and it doesn't mean that, you know, oh, they're gonna hurt them or something. It's just, they're such selfish people, such a selfish personality, that if it's not something in it for them, they just don't care. They don't give a damn. And unless you want to encounter that over and over and over again, don't feel like you're the chosen one because you got Hoover. You want to be horrible supply to a narc. Be horrible supply that they don't want. They will leave you alone and they don't want any parts of your type of supply. Because when they want high, when they want your supply type, you need to question yourself like, okay, what am I giving off to make them think that I'm good supply? You know, am I an enabler? Am I too empathetic? You know, you gotta look at yourself because all they're gonna do is take advantage of you and people will only do to you what you allow them to. So don't give them that permission. And if they do reach out, you might wanna just be like, okay, thank you, appreciate that. But you know, not now, you don't have to be mean to them or anything like that but just pass on it, you know? And it may, you may see their true colors right away by declining on their offer, you know? Show gratitude because you don't have to act like them. You know, I appreciate you for reaching out. I appreciate you for apologizing should you ever get that. But understand, they have a motive behind it, but just take it for what it's worth and leave it at that. Like, again, you don't have to be mean and nasty towards another person because that's not necessary you know hopefully you're healing and you don't have that rage or revenge you know that you want to get somebody back and play those crazy stupid childish games with them as if you're a narcissist too don't do it let it go and move past it and love yourself more you deserve more 
you are worth it you owe it to yourself love yourself first and let your peace be your priority and stay away from these birds out here in these streets so your girl rachel real is out hopefully this helps you a little bit more talk to you next time bye